so nice to have dads on this show and hear their experience on juggling work and family. And today's guest is juggling a very unique career, paternity leave and a new baby. Welcome back to the Juggling Act Daily, a podcast to help working parents doing the juggle. I'm Mel Wilson, mum to two small people and the editor of kidspot.com.au. So I didn't know this, but Sydney's iconic Bondi Beach was shut down for the first time since World War II in March last year due to COVID. But now it's back in business and that means the team from Bondi Rescue are back. I cannot believe that this show is in its 16th season now and obviously there have been a lot of changes on and off the screen. And one of the biggest changes this year involves Daniel McLaughlin, whose nickname is Beardy. And he has been promoted to head lifeguard alongside Hoppo. He also welcomed a new baby six months ago. And Beardy joins me on the phone now. So nice to chat to you today. Yeah, good to speak to you too, Mel. Now, you're on uh, paternity leave at the moment after your partner went back to work. How's that going? Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I think uh, my partner, Courtney, she was a bit upset to go back to work. But, uh, you know, working with council on the beach as a lifeguard, you get a pretty good opportunity to take some time off, which was uh, which is good. Learning a few things. Yeah. Are you loving that time with her? It's pretty precious, those, those first kind of 12 months. Yeah, it is. It, I'm really lucky because we, we work 12-hour shifts on the beach. So when I went back to work after that initial two weeks off, I, I didn't see her. I, I, she was asleep by the time I got home and I only really saw her to wake her up and do the, the midnight feeds and I was back at work at 6am. So to have this time now is, is pretty special. Absolutely. And speaking of work, congratulations on the promotion. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, really exciting. Last year I was, uh, end of last year I was promoted to, um, oh, actually 2019, I was promoted to coordinator. So after 19 years of feet in the sand, water's edge work, I was pulled off the beach and better 50-50 now, office in the beach. Yeah, so I was going to ask you what, what does that mean? Are you now sitting back and bossing people around or it sounds like there's a bit of a mixture of both? Yeah, a little bit of both. I think as a team leader, I boss, boss people around a bit more than I do now. As a coordinator, you're more supporting the team and the needs that that we need to operate as a service. So all the ordering, the doing the rosters, the paperwork, timesheets, uh, just just making sure we, we continue to function and you know support the team and the staff where they need it. It's funny, um, do you find going from work when, when you're in a leadership role and you're kind of making decisions and putting out spot fires and then you go home to this little dictator and suddenly like you're the one who's kind of being bossed around in a way? I mean, she's probably not quite oh. old enough yet, but it's coming. <laughs> I can tell you it's coming. Oh, given both me and my partners, our personality, I think we're in for a bit of our own medicine, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a huge adjustment. Um, I was, I'm 40, so first child when I'm 40, it, I wasn't even thinking about that 20 years ago when I started. And even at 30, I was, I'd, I'd call myself not selfish, but I had my own sort of patterns. And, you know, 10 years later, we're, we're lucky enough to have a little baby, which has totally changed our whole life, the way we look at things. It's changed me as a person 100%. Is that her in the background? That is definitely her in the background. <laughs> she's got good lungs. She's with, to be a good swimmer. <laughs> she's with, 
Oh, I think she's just woken up. She's, she must have good lungs. We're, we're going to be in for it because she's about 20 metres away, <laughs> <laughs> the other end of the house. I thought I, oh, my God. I thought I came for, far enough away from her because she's just woken up. <laughs> That's hilarious. You guys are in so much trouble, my word. Uh, look, you touched on working those unusual hours and, uh, you know, I know yeah. that, that that's been was hard initially because you weren't really seeing her. How have you guys gone about sort of juggling a new baby and the work commitments from you and your partner? Has that been complicated to work out? Oh, look, oh, we, we had Marlo right in the middle of COVID. So it was a huge, like we had everything cancelled that we needed to know and we would probably would have got the introduction and and meeting even with the midwives. You know, our friends were lucky enough last the year before to go through that and for us it was cold. So for us to try and juggle everything and especially work and, you know, we, we need to be mentally resilient too with all the stresses that are going on without in the outside world but to, you know, have Marlo and, and mix work and still kind of look after ourselves a little bit so we're giving her the best was really hard. It was really tough. Yeah, because it's hard enough even with all the support that you get outside of a pandemic, but I can't even imagine. It must have literally felt like you were kind of sent home with this little thing and and just left to your own devices, just kind of work it out on your own. If, if we had her a week earlier, I wouldn't have been able to go into the into the delivery room. So it was pretty crazy. Um yeah, we, we, yeah, my partner's amazing. She left hospital, first baby, six hours later. Like we were, we were out the door, eight hours later, sorry, we were out the door. We just didn't feel sort of safe in the hospital. And not that we weren't get, given amazing care, but we just had to make that decision in a really unfamiliar sort of territory that we, we came home really early. And, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah. Big learning curve. Weird times, isn't it? Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of the show, like 16th season, which is just crazy. I was just saying that to someone in the office. Why Why do you think it's endured? Why are people just still drawn to this show so much? Oh, it's it's interesting. Like if we if we think 16 years ago, there's, there's kids who were 16 who are now in their 30s. So they've probably got kids who are watching it. Does that make you feel so, old? Uh, it does. It, it's funny. I I was, you know, I started in 2001 and then the show came on board a few years later and it's still there and it's still got a lot of traction. And you know what? Who doesn't like beach, beach culture? Like everyone loves the beach. We, we we see it in the numbers who, who come down and visit us and then, you know, we, we find it being broadcast all over the world and it's just popular. Our beach culture is amazing. It's a huge part of Australia um, and yeah, I think it's going to continue to get a bit of traction. You know, even though some similar things happen, shows sort of based around, you know, people being rescued, the funny things that happen. It's always something different though, which mm. is interesting. Yeah, it is a very unique culture and a very unique country, that's for sure. Um, and yeah. I know the beach got closed in March last year and then you guys kind of worked 
during a pandemic, which is just so hard to process. But what did that actually mean for you guys on the beach? How different were things? Well, well, for me personally, I was on my baby moon and got called back from Byron to come into work. So <laughs> it was, it was like, pretty, guys. Uh, it was interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, we were in this, we we're in this sort of, you know, fear of something was going to happen and we didn't want to get caught away from home. And I was, I was on, you know, a big meeting with all, all the sort of senior lifeguard uh, team and, and then council came on board and unfortunately we saw those massive crowds down at Bondi that, you know, it sparked the government to, to re- react and, um, yeah, we, we initially, we were like the fun police, had to shut the beach and, you know, go from really welcoming people there to kind of asking people not to sort of come on the beach and respect the, the, the rules that were put in place. It was a hard time. We, we copped a lot of slack and a lot of flack from the community, which we know was an emotional reaction. And we don't, you know, we don't, we don't, we got thick skin down there. We, we know what it's like. And yeah, we just had to work through it like everyone else did. So yeah, did at the, the end of the day, you're trying to protect people. And I guess this is just a different way of trying to keep them safe. But speaking of emotions, I mean, you must see and, and have to deal with some intense stuff, stuff like any anyone who works in those kind of emergency services fields. Is it difficult now as a father to, uh, I guess, see, see children and young kids getting into trouble at the beach and do you find it harder to switch off and not take that stress and that emotion home with you? Um, yeah, it, it's you definitely have an emotional change, I, I believe, when you, when you become a father. Like you, you start to empathise a little bit more and think about situations. Like lost kids for us, it happens all the time. So it's not like we're, we're playing the situation down, but we just know that we always find them. We've never, we've got a good process in place, but I I now feel for the parents that come up and they're really worked up and in tears and hyped up and they might not think that we care, but we do. It's just that we're used to it. But I, I, I totally get and show empathy towards that situation because, you know, you come father, you're doing your best to look after your children or a parent just in that. And, you know, that, that responsibility, you wear it, you know, you wear it quite close and mm. I think that you just got to be, you just got to show a little bit of empathy. I'd say that's one of the biggest lessons I've learnt over the last sort of, you know, six to eight months. Yeah. Do you think it's made you a better lifeguard or a different, do you think it's made you approach the job in a different way? Oh, totally. You, you approach it differently. You know, you, you like Honestly, I used to get out on my motorbike and ride my motorbike. I was go away camping on my own, but you can't do that anymore. I've got got to look after myself so I can look after my family. So it's totally changed me. It's changed me as a person and for good. You know, transitioned. Mm. I'd like to say into an adult, even though I'm forty. But you know, we're pretty young <laughs> mindset. We're pretty. Yeah. Well, look, it's it's we've got a pretty young team, and I think working in that environment it keeps you young because we're always active, we're always moving, we're we, we we've got to keep the humour up because of the things that happen. Um, so yeah, I I just think late bloomer, like you said. <laughs> it sounds like you've got a busy time there now. Lots going on, so we'll let you go. But Beardy, thank you so much for sharing your new journey as a dad and and all the things that are going on in the new season. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see it. So exciting. It is back on our screens on Thursday nights at 7.30 on 10. And Win. thanks so much for joining us today. Not a problem. Pleasure to 
be on the podcast. And that is all from us today. Please make sure you subscribe, rate, review, share the love, tell your friends, join our Facebook group. It is called Working Mums Australia. Stay safe, jugglers. Stay kind. I'll chat to you tomorrow. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.